Hey everybody, welcome back to Max Effort Kitchen. I am Chef Matt. I'm about to get into the kitchen with Eric Dahl and we're gonna do a little Black Spock series. Uh, gonna learn some stuff, gonna cook some stuff, but overall just gonna have a great time in the kitchen. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to Max Effort Kitchen. I got uh, myself, Chef Matt, and uh, my training partner, co-host, good friend, Mr. Eric Dahl with What's me. What's up? All right. We are doing a super fun show today. Um, ah, the preparation for this show has been maddening, but I cannot wait. Uh, it's the Black Box series. I can't uh, wait, <laughs> We've been talking about this for weeks. It's it's, it's it. Yes. It's exciting. Yes. Um, I've even postponed it like three times probably. Uh, But the thing is about this, that is Eric is walking in. He has no idea what I'm cooking him. Uh, We're going to talk about it. We're going to have some fun facts. We're going to cook and eat, and we're just going to have a good time. Absolutely. All right. So, um, you know, the whole idea behind the black box is to really, uh, it's to learn, right? Yeah. It's to educate. It's to have fun. It's to talk about food, and it's to invigorate some... uh, some thought out there on how we're going to uh, approach food the next time. And maybe you, maybe you learn something, right? Well, no, that's the whole point. That's, the, that's what's great about our friendship is – I'm going to take my headphones off. Yeah. Um, you are a chef, and I am not. I love to cook, and I, I, I think that I'm, a, I'm good at what I do. Right. You know, right. like I make good dishes. Yeah. Um, but there's nuances – there's just there's a huge difference in a professional to an amateur, and I just like it's really cool for me to be able to sit back and see you work and see like the way you view food as opposed to the way I view food and what goes into making it. Right. No, and and that's a really good point because, um, and I've talked about this in a couple of my diff, uh, different shows is that like <laughs> there's such a difference in. The, the preparation of what it takes for a professional kitchen versus what it takes for a home kitchen. Mm-hmm. And even I struggle with the home kitchen aspect of it. Oh, it's yeah. nuts. So, well, and, and oh, go ahead. Um, the closest thing that I can think of to having that um, cohesion and food prep and everything would be doing like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas dinner or something Correct. like that where you Correct. have everything's timed. Yeah. You have like yep. you put the the turkey in and it goes and then like you have to know when you put the green beans in when you start like everything. I have no idea how my grandparents did it. You know, <laughs> right? Like, it's it's amazing. But and as we get older, we we learn those little things that they picked up on and whatnot. But it's that's the closest thing that I can think of in comparison to. You're absolutely right. Kitchen. You're absolutely right. And that's and if you go back to the very beginning of this whole podcast. It's the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason behind that is because Thanksgiving is that epic dinner. Yeah. It's where these two worlds really start to collide. Yeah. So you make a really good point. So cheers to that. Cheers. Got a little Woodford Reserve. Yeah. Nice. Mmm. Ah, sounds so good. Okay, so. What do you got? Today, we're going to talk all about mushrooms. Oh, <laughs> So, um, first mushroom I'm going to talk about is the, a little bit, I'm going to say the little bit more popular one 
and uh, we used to call these uh, shitties in the restaurant. So like, you know, if you're, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, you're a prep cook and you got your cook in the back or in the, on the line saying, hey, I need some shitties. You know exactly what they're talking about. Nice. <laughs> uh, so the fun thing about shiitakes is um, they're, they're pretty approachable. Um, there's something about uh, this mushroom that uh, caramelizes really well. It has a wide surface to it, so it makes it really um, easy to uh, get a good, good caramelization and good sear on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the flavors that come out of it are great. It's uh, usually grown around like oak trees. That's yeah. where you usually find them. Yeah. Um, as you know, we are in mushroom country, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and so I, I thought this would be the best uh, fit to start. Um, now, there's a little bit of a controversy, and I say controversy because I don't necessarily agree with it, but they say you can't eat the stems. Um, and I think that if we're cooking them and we're going to present them on like a steak or something, yes, let's take off the stems. Um, they can get a little bit fibrous and woody. So if we rip it off, you can sort of, you can see how that gets a little woody and probably hard to chew. Oh, yeah. Now, if I'm throwing these in the oven and roasting them. Yeah, yeah, it's just like chicken, <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and um, there's all kinds of levels of woodiness. Like these aren't too bad. Like this, this stock is a little more woody right there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I'm going to roast these, like make a, um, like a mushroom mix or something, like yeah. something I posted online the other day, yeah. um, then I'm going to leave the stems on. I might go through and, and, and cut off the very tip of it, you know, because yeah. uh, nobody likes just the tip. Uh, <laughs> or maybe they might. Um, might. Yeah. So, um, but for today, I am going to rip them off. And all you do really is you take and you just spin and it comes right off. Yeah? Pinch and twist. Yeah, pinch and twist. You know, and, and the thing about mushrooms is it doesn't really matter. Like, they're going to, their shape is weird already. So don't worry about, like, if you rip one in half yeah, and, or anything. Up. Yeah, that's, they're supposed to be rustic. Yeah. I like to take them and put them in my hand and just spin like that yeah. and, and go. Super easy. Yeah. So, um, I got my fancy little uh, induction cooker here. You ever worked with an induction cooker? I haven't. Okay, so these things are interesting. Um, I'm going to throw that on eight. They work all based off uh, kinetic energy. So, if I have an aluminum pan, it won't work. What? It will not heat up. It won't Seriously? even. It won't turn on, nothing. So, you can, it's telling me that I need to put something on there, but this is a stainless steel pan. Yeah. Let's talk about these stainless steel pans right here. Um, I have that exact same pan. I love it. First of all, these things are super accessible. You go to Home Goods, you can get them for like twenty five bucks. Oh yeah, no, that's my favorite store. Yeah, exactly. Like, when it comes, well, it's my favorite store for cooking <laughs> shit. Like, right. yeah, anytime like they just have a huge assortment of, of pan, pots and pans and, and cutting boards and knives and, and just utensils in general. And if you're a yeah. gadget guy, yeah, or a gadget oh, person, yeah. uh, it's the way to go. Yeah. So um, the, the one thing that about the reason why I'm using stainless steel is because it's kinetic energy, so it's all mag- magnetized, I guess you can say. That might be the wrong word. but it's conductive. Conductive. There you go. The stainless steel pan will heat up really quick, but it will also lose heat really quick. Yeah. I really prefer a cast iron. Absolutely. Because it retains that heat, right? Yeah. Um, but for this fun little experiment, we're going we're gonna to do this. Now, I just put a little bit of olive oil in the pan, and what that's going to do is just going to help the sear. Mm-hmm. The one thing we never want to do is put anything in your pan until it's hot. You yeah. want to hear the kss, you yeah. know? And what that's doing is it, 
the best way to explain it is it's, it's providing a sear, and the sear is providing flavor, but it's also locking in moisture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because a mushroom is basically like a sponge. Correct. Right? So yeah. if it's not hot enough to seal that outside, it's going to soak up all your oil. Exactly. So. Exactly. Now, for this application today, we are going to take it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chop these up a little bit just so we're not sticking a, a giant mushroom head in our mouth. Man, I'm full of the windows right now. <laughs> but uh, we're going to do this so we can uh, just go ahead and taste it and have a good time with it. These are, these are just fun. They're super rustic. We don't need to have any big, like, perfect chops on them. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times, I will say, in most cases, see, this is perfect. You see a little bit of smoke coming off yeah. that? That's good. So I'm going to take it off, let some heat evaporate there, put it back on, and we should hear a, ah, that's yep. perfect. That's good. Okay, so anyways, as I was saying, I, li- I don't like to put a knife to mushrooms very often. Okay. Um, if I do, I want to get it in that pan really quick. Because what that, what the, when you hit it with steel, it, it automatically starts that oxidation. Okay. Once a mushroom starts to oxidate, it starts to break down. Okay. You're losing flavor. You're losing all kinds of things. So, well, I'm going to let these things pop up here. There we go. Sorry, my little cooker is being a little crazy. I'm going to say that's probably a little, I'd want that a little hotter, but that's okay. We're good. It'll do its thing. Yeah, it definitely will. There we go. Um, so first things first, we're going to throw a little bit of salt in there. Uh, next thing, a little fresh cracked pepper. And we want to get a nice sear going on this. So I'm going to turn this up a little bit. I want to see some, some searing going on. And the shot, like I said, the shiitake mushroom is super approachable. Like, you don't need to do too much. You don't need to cook it too much. You just need to get that nice sear on there, and then we're going to add some flavor agents to it. Okay. It'll be all kinds of fun. So, tell me about mushrooms. What, what do you usually use with mushrooms? Or what's your, what's your go-to? Go-to is, uh, so, story. Story time. Story time. Story time. Uh, when I was going to school, quote-unquote school in Billingham, my dad was working in Anacortes. Okay. Which was about a 35 minute drive south. And so growing up, him and I didn't have a super close relationship because he worked his ass off. Right. So he was my coach and he yep. was my dad. But for, for the most part, most of the time I saw him was at practice, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, or at games and stuff like that. So um, when I was at school and he was working up there, we would pick one or two nights a week where I would go, go down to Anacortes and he would either cook or we'd go out there. And every time he'd cook, he do steak, and he had this mushroom blue cheese sauce thing that he did that was absolutely delicious. Okay, and he it just whenever I think of whenever whenever I think of really spending time with my dad, like on on like a just man to man level, yeah, like I think of those times, and yeah. I think of that meal, and it just brings back memories. So whenever I think about cooking mushrooms, that's kind of first on my. You know, but mushrooms and yeah. blue cheese and cream, dude, you can't. You, you really can't go so wrong. Good. You add a protein, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, right? I know, right? Doesn't um, matter what it is. Yeah, you know, and and 
I, I like that because you just echoed everything I always talk about on this podcast, which food invokes this like memory. Yep. It invokes love. It invokes these good feelings. And, and like when you told that story, I was getting a little bit goosebumps because I'm like, yeah. I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. So I'm going to take some really thinly sliced shallot and throw it in there. And I like to use shallots because they're a little bit uh, less potent than a red onion. Okay. And um, there we go. They add some nice flavor and sweetness to it. Okay. So we'll be good there. But yeah, so whenever I do any or mushrooms at home, it's always, you know, for a, hand, a large handful of mushrooms or a handful of mushrooms, it's like half a stick of butter, salt yep. and pepper, and just kind of let them do their thing. Yep. And then it's going to, it's just going to add that much more of a texture, just a different, different thing to whatever meal we throw it in. If we throw it in with onions and, and peppers and whatever else. Exactly. Like, exactly. Especially like good banana peppers so what i'm throw what i just threw in was butter as you were saying that um these are, a, are like a roasted bell pepper here okay. and all i did was roast these salt pepper oil super high temperature 450 and it's just to give it a little bit of acidic yep that going. and then the last thing i'm going to add to this is uh my garlic and I add it last. I always add garlic last because garlic has a tendency to burn. burn. And when it burns, <laughs> it it's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because most recipes, almost all recipes, yes. you throw the garlic in first. Yep. And it never made sense to me why, why you did that or yep. why I wanted to do that. And yep. I, I still do it. But um, usually I'll do onions first to take the brunt of the heat yep. and let them sweat down yeah. and throw the garlic in and let them flavor the, the liquid or the, the butter, the fat, or, or whatever might be in there. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. And that's the thing is, is you just talked about, like, the process of which you cook things, right? Yeah. And th- it's all about the layering. Yeah. And the layering is, is super important. So I'm going to take this, and I'm going to drop it in my little bowl here. And this could be, like, a super easy appetizer that you throw on some bread or whatever. I'm dropping in some uh, fresh goat cheese. And then I'll mix it up, let the heat there kind of play around, melt the flavors. So one thing that I don't always pay attention to necessarily is, like you said, the layering and the timing and what's going to require the most the most amount of time on the heat mm-hmm. or in, in the fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I usually just kind of play it by ear and let things take a natural course. But um, what, in your mind, if you're going to do something like, what's what's uh, what's the French word for uh, onions, celery, and carrots? Mirepoix. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to do that, what goes first and why? Uh, that's a good one. Um, in your mirepoix? Carrots always go first because if you look at a carrot, it's, it's carrot, celery, onion. Mm-hmm. Okay, onion's going to go the quickest. Celery's going to be the next. So we're putting in the carrots first because it takes longer. Because it takes longer to heat. So Let's give that a shot. All right. I don't know what it means to eat on a plate, so I eat out of the bowl. <laughs> We've had this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, that's good. 
So you can take this. Outstanding, right? They still got a little bit of texture. Um, we can taste the mushroom. The goat cheese is cutting right through it. You got a little bit of lemon in there. You got some garlic, the sweetness of it. Mmm, that's fantastic. What in the world? Mm-hmm. Wowie. Well. So, shiitake mushrooms. Pretty damn, pretty damn approachable, pretty damn easy, right? Dude. Mm-hmm. I think he likes it. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Greg's like, hold on here. Yes. Talk to me about what you're, what you're uh, tasting. Okay. So where's the sweetness come from? The peppers, right? Sweetness is coming from peppers. It's coming from the cheese. Cheese and peppers. Okay. Because this is just like... So think there's, of, there's flavors in there that shouldn't be in there. <laughs> Not that's, that's a good now, thing. It's you just, know what that... And so that's a really good uh, point that you're making there. There's flavors in there that shouldn't be in there because you got two to three things that are create that are melding and creating its own flavor. That so that's lemon. the whole point of cooking, right? Yeah. That's why we do these things. That's why we put all these things together is because we're trying to create new flavors. So if you're going to do this as a appetizer, mm-hmm. like let's say, because our group of friends love wine. Yes. If you're going to have multiple bottles of wine or types of wine mm-hmm. um, during a meal, what wine would you pair with this as an appetizer if you were going to do this with like with a little bit of French bread? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm doing a Pinot Grigio. Yeah. And a Pinot Grigio has that tartness in it, that like green apple tart that's going to cut right through the sweetness. Yep. And it's going to round everything off really well. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite, especially on, a, on days like this, uh-huh. just ice cold mm-hmm. and it just it cuts so nice. Super crisp. Yep. It's the way to go. Um, you could even do like a Sauvignon Blanc as well, but I like the Pinot Grigio because it has more of that like green apple uh, flavor in it. It has more body to it. It does. You're right. Okay. Next mushroom we got. These are, um, this, this mushroom is actually, it came to me in a later time in life, um, but it is the oyster the mushroom. F- It looks like we're going on a nature walk in grade school. Yes, I know, right? So this oyster mushroom, um, it's it's super meaty. Um, It actually um, has, when we cook it, you might get it out of there. I'm I'm hoping I can get the heat up high enough to get it. But if you roast it, you can get this like almost anise flavor. Really? Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, The cool thing about these (laughs) um, is in World War II, Germany used... Oyster mushrooms to reinvoke their um, uh, their economy. What? Yeah, it became a real big thing in the war for some weird reason. I have no idea why, but it's like these weird little facts out there. Um, they're a delicacy over there, and they love them. So you see a lot of it in German so cooking. So the price, like in order to get their market back, they up the price and yes, wow, and people love them. That's that's yeah. freaking cool. And they grow on the freaking trees. So it's like, and these are ones you actually see. I mean, you've seen this on an oak tree, just oh, sitting yeah. like that, yeah. right? And all these, all these mushrooms here are going to be harvestable. So yeah. um, they are all, we can find them within our forest. It's like that kind of like, not really rainforest, but that marshy, foresty area. Pacific Northwest. Yes. Yep. Yes. No, there's so, I have so many friends that that's like, 
that's their past one of their many pastimes. But they'll just they'll specifically go hiking mm-hmm. just to go find mushrooms. Exactly. Dude, yeah. my, my dad used to do it. He, yeah. We're going mushroom hunting. I hated it, but <laughs> now I'm like, think that's awesome. I did yeah. that, right? Yeah. So these are super easy prep. You're basically just cutting out this butt end because okay. you don't want to eat that, right? There's not much uh, to that. You can't get too much flavor out of it. And then I just take and I rip them up. Yeah. So the difference, as soon as, so you said this earlier yep. um, about cutting the mushrooms. It's the steel against the mushrooms will cause them to oxidize just because. It's, a little quicker, yeah. 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 So if you tear them apart, you have a little bit more time. Correct. You have more time on it. You have uh, just a better, like, I like to deal with things organically. Yeah. You know, anytime I have to put metal to something, it feels like I'm processing it to a point where I don't want to. So there's a, oh God, I don't want to say it. I swear it was him. I think it was Emerald. Emerald. Okay. The Emerald. Yeah. Um, He said it was either his dad or somebody taught him that you never, ever, ever cut um, spinach or yes. cilantro yes. or parsley or anything yeah. like that because you bruise it. You bruise it. Big and, time. and like when I was younger, I was like, what the heck does that mean? It's still in like in my brain. It doesn't entirely like, but it, it has to do with the, the acids and stuff at that point. Like yeah. it, the, the plant decides to be a little bit more bitter because mm-hmm. it got bruised instead of just tearing it. Especially with herbs. Yeah. Like herbs, their, their biggest uh, component is the oils within them. Mm-hmm. So like, my grandma, as uh, an Italian cook, she would, she would never put knife to her oregano. And she swore that it made her sauce better because she, did, she put the oregano in her hands and did this and rubbed it. Because yeah. the oils came out a lot better. Mm-hmm. And so it's exactly right. It's yeah. because it, it messes with your oils. Yeah. You know, um, if you want a really good, easy example to that, um, go pick up some basil and throw a dull knife on it. It'll turn black instantly. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So these are a little bit more meatier. Um, this is more of your uh, your hardier mushroom. Um, this, if you are a not a mushroom person, thanks. Uh, if you're not a mushroom person, this one's going to be not super challenging, but it will, um, it'll be a textural thing for you. Okay. So I'm not, I like mushrooms as... Um, a flavoring component. I don't generally just eat mushrooms just to eat mushrooms, right? Okay. Um, I don't know about you. You, you sound like you, you're probably the same way. Well, I've done it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. Those those psychedelic mushrooms, man, those things never uh, never jived well with me. Yeah, no, looking <laughs> like in the moment, it wasn't the greatest thing, but like yeah. looking back and, and the experience and mm-hmm. taking it for what it is um, or what it was yeah. as a whole... Like, it definitely was much, it definitely seems much better looking back on it than right, right. in the moment because I was not the right, not, it was not a good, not a good trip. <laughs> well, you know, it has so much to do with like your environment and everything. Oh, yeah. Right? Just yeah. like anything else. Oh, yeah. um, but, so these cook up pretty quick. Um, I got well, they reduce a lot. They reduce a lot. And these things will shrink big time. Um, that's why you see like that big thing turned into that. Right? That's crazy. It, yeah. That's so the crazy. yield on it's not awesome. My sesame. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do um, some garlic. I'm going to do a bunch of butter on these. I'm going to let that... Actually, I'm going to do a little bit more butter here. So what kind of butter are you using? 
This is just a grass-fed uh, Kerrygold. Kerrygold. Yeah. I like it. You know, when I'm cooking like this with it, it makes a difference. When salted, I'm, unsalted. Sorry. Always unsalted. <laughs> I like it myself. To, I like to control the salt. Yeah. Speaking of, let's hit it with mm -hmm. a little bit of salt. Pepper. So yeah, these are these are coming together really nicely. Something I really um, would like to do on this one, and I think I'm going to go do that. Is I'm going to grab a little bit of white wine. So I'll be right back. So fill in some spaces. I really don't have much to say. This is just an awesome experience to watch Matt work his uh, craft and watching watching him explain mushrooms. Uh, firsthand and actually see him work them and, and how they turn out in the process is completely different than how I would imagine myself doing it and he's, it's everything's so fluid with them, it's second nature and it's, and it's great to be able to watch and learn in this environment um, yeah, and, 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 and get to smell what the heck's going on here because you guys are missing out <laughs> yeah, this is really neat um once you put a little bit of alcohol with something, you get to burn that alcohol off and get all the good flavors of oh, yeah. it. So we're going to see the, my, one of my favorite combinations is white wine, butter, and garlic. Yeah. Being Italian, I, that's like, <laughs> I smelt that in my bed. Like, it's like, oh, oh yeah. mom's cooking. So this is, uh, this is going to be a nice little treat right here. These are done. Put those off to the side. All right. So let's hit that with some. Cracked pepper. I'm going to go a little bit of this. And this is going to be a little bit less uh, rich than, okay. the, than the one before because um, I want to—I really want to taste the flavor of the, the actual mushroom. Yep. And if there's one thing I preach on here, it's always taste your food. I know that you and I have had that conversation, <laughs> but um, I want to make sure what I'm feeding you is right yeah okay so like i said this is not going to be as rich and okay. you're going to taste more of the mushroom like the earthy flavor of it yeah um and uh if, you may want a little bit more salt there if you need to try to taste it just in case but this is a good example of like oh, you don't need to add a ton of things right mm. it's simple flavors but we're letting the mushroom really talk we're letting the mushroom really take take control and take the wheel here. This would be great in like a hunter sauce, like on top of a, on top of some pasta, or yeah. even even white wine like sauce with pasta and clams or something. I was just gonna say this this is that's what it hits for me is mm -hmm. it, it like it takes me back to you know fishing up on the sound and, and going clamming and, and crabbing and stuff, and this is like exactly this that takes me right back there. Dude, this um, is where it's at. The other thing, hmm. to be really good on, is yep. game, fresh game. Yes. Yeah. Like like some venison. Yeah. Oh, boy. Backstrap. Yeah. Dude. Ah, dude. Mm. This is so bomb. That is, that is really good. Those oyster mushrooms really know. Um, they they just like I said, they're like if you were vegan or vegetarian, this is your meat right here. Oh yeah. Yeah. This Absolutely. is what you use. This is your meat component. So good. Awesome. All right, next one. And the one. garlic just barely hits. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what we want. You know, we don't want to 
have anything to... I need to eat. <laughs> I'm eating. Food. We have our photographer out here taking pictures. Uh, oh, Jesus. But um, it's all about the eye contact. It's all about <laughs> stare at you while I eat. <laughs> so yeah, and and the thing is, is like, what what are we doing here? We're just we're having some this good so fun, good. some some communal thing. Eric's got his own like chef table here going. This is this is fun, right? This is, Dude, a good this time. is awesome. This is. I think there there should be more of this. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, because you go, there's, if you go into a real sushi place, mm-hmm. and you sit at the bar, mm-hmm. and you get to order your sushi, and you watch the sushi chef actually cut the fish, yeah. and roll it, yeah. and make, like, hand form the rice for each piece that you're eating. Like, getting to watch, and it, it's not, it's not Benihana's, this is a direct line to what's going on and why it's going on and and stuff like that exactly and it's really um yeah it's really cool when i do this i am just you know myself like you were saying i'm just so much in my element Mm -hmm. i don't even think about this it just feels right yeah and uh i think that's why you know i love weightlifting so much is because when i'm on that platform like that's my element right yeah even though i get really pissed off all right um so next one has um a bit of a story to it Turn that down just a little bit. And this is called, oh man, there's so many names for this one. It's a, muta- a mutaki. It's also, so a mutaki mushroom. It's also called a dancing mushroom, uh, the hen of the woods, or the Japanese call it the ram head. Oh, wow. This mushroom um, is really, really special. Now, I'll tell you a little story about this mushroom. Uh, my dad was in hospice on cancer, and he had his one of his best friends that's also in the medical field uh, tell him that mutaki mushrooms are going to cure cancer. <laughs> so, um, which there is some uh, definite uh, truth to that. But so we went on a full day excursion to every Japanese market we could find to find these mataki mushrooms. And yep. I just remember him, like, when he got him, he was like, this is it. <laughs> and, I was, and it was, like, one of those moments of, like, this father-son moment where I was, like, I was driving around, and, like, I'll just never forget it. Because yeah. there was, we had we got pissed off at it at places. We were, like, happy. We were sad. It was just, like, this really, really cool moment. And so I, when I found these, I was like, yeah, that's it. Um, there's a big healing process to the, or a healing uh, part of these. Okay. These will, they actually use them to, uh, to, and, and actually get your body back in balance. Okay. So these are good to eat when you're hungover because it'll rebalance your body. Oh, if damn. you're really dehydrated, yeah. eat these. It'll help. It'll a little detox. A de- little, it's a yeah. little detox. Um, there's, it, it helps fight against physical and mental illness. It's freaking nuts if you ever are just like you know going down want to go down a rabbit hole look up mutaki mushrooms so um, where, where do you find them and how like price point wise what are you what's the damage on okay. these? because i know some mushrooms are quite freaking ridiculous yeah uh these are about 12 dollars a pound so that's and not too bad it's not too bad it's pretty it's it's about the same as like what a chanterelle is yeah and i really i went back and forth on the chanterelle or these um Unfortunately, chanterelle are not in season, and when they're not in season, you just yeah. don't get them. Yeah, you can't find them. <laughs> you just don't get them. 
So these are interesting because um, typically I've only eaten these in uh, soups, but okay. we are going to we're going to put a, a, a hot hot pan to these and see what we can't do with them because from what I understand, they have some sugars in them that will help caramelize really quick. Okay. So and then now, did gonna, you, what kind of oil did you use? Did you use sesame oil or so olive oil? I'm using olive oil, but we are going to throw some sesame oil in with it at okay. the very end as a, okay. like a finishing oil. Um, I got sesame oil. We're going to do garlic. We're going to do butter. We're going to do some uh, soy sauce and a little bit of chili paste. There we go. Yeah. So I'm almost going to treat these like it's its own separate like kind of thing. Yeah. I want that to be a little hotter. It's all right, we're good. Okay, so we're getting that going. Um, I'm gonna put in some butter as soon as I start to see these things sear up. But it's, you know, there's a lot of, lot of stuff and, and mushrooms are super trendy right now. I don't know if you've been on Netflix anytime recently, but there's like five different documentaries just on mushrooms. Um, it took them so long, honestly. I know, I know, right? Especially with our, you know, what was it? Uh, what was the Nicolas Cage movie about uh, the truffles? Um, oh, Pig. Yeah. 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 Or, I, was it Pig or Dig? No, it, was, it was Pig, I okay, think. Yeah. yeah. And based in Portland. Yeah. And really surprised it took that long for anything to hit Netflix or hit just hit the hit the TV market. Yeah. Um, because it was such a success. I mean, it's such a good movie, even though it's very quiet and subdued. Right, and right. It's just... A lot of emotion, a lot of a lot of a lot of silent nuance yep. to everything that he does, and his ability to remember every meal that he ever cooked for anybody. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, oh, I, I can't, I can't ruin it. Yeah, don't ruin it. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, freaking watch it. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's it really is, and it's like those those food. I talked about this in my last podcast. The, these food um, movies and everything that we're watching, it's inspiration, right? Yeah. Um, and it's inspiration. It gets me to get out here and be like, all right, what the fuck? What are we cooking? You know, yeah. like, let's cook something. And I look at her, and I'm like, I'm cooking tonight. And I'm in the kitchen for four hours. And, <laughs> yeah, it's, mid- it's midnight. It's yeah, like, exactly. We already got pizza. <laughs> yep. Um, so as you can see, look, see the caramelization happening oh, yeah. right there? Yeah. It's almost searing like a steak. And I love, 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 love that. So now that I got some good caramelization, I'm going to throw my butter in there. I'm going to let that melt up, and I'm actually going to, so I don't completely ruin it, I'm going to baste it a little bit, get some stuff on top there. My my, my little induction cooker does not like me today. All right, get some salt going. Pepper. Okay, now this is my. Nope, that's my sesame oil right there. So, sesame oil, you've cooked with it? Sparingly. Yes. That's just the word of the day for this. <laughs> you have to be, it will seriously take over your dish. You do not want to mess with this because you can't take it away once you put it in. Yeah. So just use a little bit of it. I'm using it as a finishing oil, which it's just gonna it's gonna bloom, and we're gonna this is gonna be real freaking good. Um, I think these are about ready there. 
I'm going to give them about 30 more seconds in on the heat here. Just a tad of garlic in there. And if you've noticed, I'm hitting everything with lemon at the end. Citrus uh, does something for these where, you know, we got this earthy, we got the, um, the, out, the, like the garlicky. What citrus will do is just come swipe through and round everything off mm -hmm. and it balances. Yep. So you always want to hit with some citrus or some sort of vinegar or something. Yeah. Oh boy, these are, these are beautiful. So I'm taking them off the, off the heat. I'm putting them in my little mixing bowl. I'm gonna throw a little extra butter in there. And what I'm gonna do here is take some, uh, some soy sauce it in there a little bit of uh, chili paste aka sriracha and when you when you mix it up just make sure you're just kind of you're not like you yeah you're just turning it nice and delicately I'm gonna uh, hold on I'm, gonna, I'm I'm almost there let me, let me taste this guy make sure we're good here I think we are but Go, that's you. All right. Um, hold on one sec. Let me do this. Let me do this. There we go. Love in there. And uh, these things, hmm, these are the delicacy of mushroom. It doesn't get much better than this right here. This has sweetness, this has meatiness, earthiness, the saltiness coming through, that spice. I could probably take a little bit more spice, I'll be honest. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dude, the texture's crazy. But the texture of these, holy. Olana, you want to try these? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, and it doesn't even like, Where? it doesn't taste like a mushroom, right? It tastes like it's its, it's own it's product, its, right? It's own thing, yeah. Like, oh, these are freaking, hmm. Hot. There you go. Thanks. So, what's your thoughts? That's. I've never had them before. Okay. And I can't like it's like. It's not a mushroom like in in as far as like. Texture crunchiness, mm. the the sweetness that's in them. It's just. Isn't that? Oh, it's just weird. It, yeah, it's different. And, it, and it's like it's so freaking good though. And they're and these these mushrooms are. I mean, they've gone back centuries, but they're just coming onto the market where people are actually starting to use them. Mm -hmm. Like I said, prior to this, like I've only had them in soups or like in in a broth, right? But like this way, we could cook this thing like a steak, and yeah. then we could put you know like like that that uh, gorgonzola cheese or, and sauce yeah. on there. Like oh my, you know, yeah. think about that. It, it could be it could be your pasta. You throw some Italian sausage chunks in there with that, like oh boy, Dude, uh, ravioli. Oh, ravioli. Mm. Like just just really solid mild raviolis with this. Yeah, some, some slice. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I'm a so yeah. mushroom Sir, uh, mushroom experiment number one down the hatch. This is um, a really 
um, cool experiment that's just going to evolve. Dude, this is so cool because I have, as far as mushrooms are concerned, I have a really basic, like, I go to the store, you see portabellas, you're like, eh, those are too big, I don't want to deal with them. Right. And then you just end up doing just the regular cremini, yep. white, white or brown, doesn't yep. matter, pretty cheap, and just gives that, that texture, um, element to a salad or a steak or, or, or pasta or something, nothing too crazy, but this is accessible and it's so easy. Yeah. Like as far as ingredients wise and time, like you just did three different dishes, like appetizer, like you could, if you were going to cook for friends Mm -hmm. and I like, I don't do it as much as I should, but whenever I do, I, I try to do something new Yeah, and like this would be like one of those things where if you like to cook for your friends, or maybe you've never done it, mm-hmm. you could do just go to the store, spend fifteen bucks a piece on good steak, on good meat, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And maybe a little bit of pasta, or make your own, yeah. And then do this, do one of these, and you, they'll never forget it. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, and it, it, it's so like you compare this, any three of these, so well with damn near any, just the way you cooked them too. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't. This isn't Italian. This isn't. This isn't. You know. This isn't Asian food. This isn't. It's all like it's. It's its own thing, yeah. and they can go mm-hmm. with almost anything. It really can. And I like what you said there. You know, you can make like mushrooms three ways. Put some cheese. Put some bread next to it. You got a pretty bomb ass appetizer, right? Yeah. People are going to remember that. They're going to be making their own. And all about the food is about the experience. So you let yeah. them sit there, put their own mushrooms on there, put mm-hmm. on a piece of bread, and then yeah, it's like it, I think this honestly, like I love charcuterie boards yeah. and stuff yeah. but on like i think in like what five years they've gotten overplayed to be honest yeah like, oh yeah way, every way, restaurant has every one. restaurant has them now <laughs> and yeah. everybody thinks they're better yeah. and all that stuff and it's like no how about we just pick two cured meats mm-hmm. give me some bomb ass cheese yep. and some crap like i don't need all the other crap right like, right honest like i just want something simple but this meat to cheese this is different this yeah? is different like if you did, if you added this yeah. to uh, just a cutlet board and did some really bomb ass, like that sausage that you had the other day. The, oh, yeah. That capicola, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. had that mm-hmm. and some really good hard cheese. Yeah. And and this, dude. It's done, out right? Of part, out yeah. of part. And all those flavors are working well with each other. And they're, they're, they're melding and they're being harmonious. And it's just mm-hmm. like they're going to come out of that being ready for for the entree yeah oh yeah <laughs> so, no, and, and you don't and the good part the cool part about this and what i love about doing uh appetizers at home that are so good mm-hmm. and individual and unique yeah is like you don't have to have like a big entree right 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 so like i i'm used to cooking just because i mean you're i'm sure you're the same way when you cook for yourself you, you're gonna do a 10 to 14 ounce steak. Yeah. And you're going to do yeah. a pile of veggies and Absolutely. you're going to do a pile of, of, of carbs, whether it's rice, pasta or whatever. Yeah. But doing it this way, like you can, you can hit them with this and then cook a smaller steak or mm-hmm. get it, get like, get really, really good New York's and yeah. cut them. So they're smaller. Yeah. And do a small vegetable that you can put a little or, or a top and or something like that with it. And, and, and then a small pasta or a small carb that's, it's, more of an accent right. than, than a dish. Right. You know, but 
it just it frees you up to be able to focus on one thing and then focus on another. And yeah. It really it, it'll it'll make your dinners or your dinner party like shine. If yeah, you it'll give it memories. Oh yeah. And and the, the beautiful thing about this, everything I have here under twenty dollars. And I mean, I'm even meaning all this stuff. Um, the mushrooms, all three of them to got combined were twelve dollars. Um, I, you know, I took two peppers and I roasted them. Yeah. Uh, I chopped up, you know, a handful of garlic. I cut up one lemon. I got a shallot and some goat cheese and then some oils. Yeah. Most of the stuff we probably have around your house. Yeah. Like, and it, it, that, that's the point is like, it doesn't take a culinary degree. It doesn't take um, a bunch of money. It doesn't take a huge imagination to eat like this. No. It just takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. And just put the effort in. Well, it Try is, things. it's so set like right. It's simple. Yeah, it, it, it's we watch these movies and the, it glorifies the chef. Which you, don't get me wrong. Oh, none. You no, know t- I mean? no like, offense th- taken there's, there. There's so much that you know that makes this look easy. Mm-hmm. But like for a regular person who just cooks for their family, cooks for their friends, but is an enthusiast. Yeah, these are so simple to do. Yeah, so simple. Like the seasoning and everything else is just. Take you notice? Every- and, oh yeah! And by the way, it's only twenty dollars, and I know the economy sucks yes, for the it most does. part. Yeah, but if you screw it up, one I guarantee you're still going to eat it because it's still not going to be that bad. Your kids might not eat it, but they're probably not going to eat it anyhow. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not it's not going to break you to screw it up a couple times to learn. Right. It's not like cooking a, a thirty dollars steak and screwing it up. Exactly. You know, what I mean, like this is something that that's approachable. It's accessible. You know, and you learn, you get to learn something about a plant or a fungus or a, a, an ingredient about about how um, the seasons work. Yeah. Right? Because exactly. like you said earlier, you know, these ones are in season. Yeah. These ones aren't The chanterelles, you just can't get them you right now. You just can't get them. And, and, unless you know somebody. Yeah. And I know somebody, and they were still like, sorry, bro. <laughs> I had some, but yeah. they're mine. Yeah, exactly. And and the people that are, are smart, that are out there farming them, they'll actually take them, freezer, freezer bag them, and throw them in their freezer, and then they'll pull them out next year. And, you know, mushrooms are great for that. You can totally do that with them because they've got that hardiness to them. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, no, this is uh, super easy. Get out there. Try this. I'm going to post these recipes online. Um, if you noticed... Nothing had more than four ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. Super simple. Super easy. Um, and you guys, I can't express enough um, how you got to get out there and try these mushrooms. Um, there's so many great qualities to them. There's so many good things to them. I don't care if you have some preconceived thing. Just try it because that's what life's about. Yep. So um, get out there. Follow uh, Eric at... Oh, yeah, let's see. We got Doc51Performance is the official Instagram page, but it's also PFRS. stands for Plan, Fail, Recover, Succeed. That's our podcast. Um, Kilo Chasers Raw Cut is our our podcast, I should say. Uh, We have the Kilo Chasers Summer Weightlifting Camp coming up in just over 30 days. Uh, So if you're interested in that, contact either Matt or I about it. Um, We got some badass sponsors. The swag's going to be off the hook. Um, and if you want to just come and cook with me, come and cook with me too. You know, it, I, we got people, <laughs> here's the thing: if you can't make it for the whole day, we'll work or the whole week or yeah. three days, four days. Like yeah. we'll work it out. We got some people coming down from Seattle. They're going to show up for a day because they got to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. They're going to come down. We're going to eat some bomb ass pizza. We're going to lift some weights, and they're going to hang out and then go home. 
Yeah. And if you want to come down on Monday, like if you're local and you want to come down, just hang out, lift, and, and learn how to cook something. If you have, we're going to have Cornell George is going to be talking about lifting and his philosophy on lift, lifting and coaching and programming. We have Matt, he's going to be talking about cooking and how he approaches cooking with weightlifting yeah. and how to uh, be most efficient with your food. Correct. Um, and yeah, if you stay the whole time, we got a couple boats. We got a rope swing right on the property. The property is on the lake. So, uh, and yeah. yeah, just remember, guys, this is the first of many camps, but um, get in while you can because it's only going to get bigger and better. Absolutely. So, um, also, you have a, an Instagram. Go to Kilo Chasers. Follow Kilo Chasers. If you want to just like get a bird's eye view of what we're talking about, go check that out. Yep. So, we're on Facebook too. There's Kilo yep. Chasers on Facebook. Yep. On Instagram, Max Effort Kitchen. Max Effort Kitchen. Hell yeah. PFRS. All right. Eric, thank you so much for thank letting you, me cook sir. for you. I, I love it. Um, this is a cool series, and I can't wait for the next one, man. Absolutely. All right. Food is love, guys, and we will talk later.